Hello, idiots. Whoa. But like fun. But like sweetly. And sweetly. <laughs> no, like, hey you crazy case crazy cats. Hey, my 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 freaking party animals. <laughs> my groovy babies. <laughs> Welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. It's a service industry podcast that we we just got really into the movie swingers yeah i'm the we just heard about the tiki revolution right or whatever you're the spawn i'm the other guy you know i've never seen that movie i have seen only like parts of it on television i've never like sat down with it i've never really taken my time with that <laughs> uh, film that film. I haven't really I do know one fun fact about that film which is that um Vince Vaughn said he like in the movie the character was written as a smoker and he was like well I really want it to be like I want to look like I'm a smoker so he wasn't before that movie and he started smoking so he could smoke in that Convincing movie and it had a look authentic and he was like I still look like a teenager having my first cigarette but I got fully addicted to cigarettes while filming <laughs> which is very funny yeah that <clears throat> that's endearing is he like a bad dude i don't think so hmm. he's i think very he's okay he's very tall i would hope not yeah it would be extremely threatening <laughs> if so it just grab you like the claw do you think him and vincent d'onofrio ever hang out no okay because <laughs> uh, he's are... la guy and i think vincent d'onofrio is new york guy well, I'm saying they should join forces as two tall V guys. Two tall Vs. <laughs> totally. Okay, it <laughs> is summertime. Um, summertime, summer programming, as we say over and over again whenever we want to. On this podcast. Whenever anyone questions us. <laughs> whenever I feel insecure, I say it's summer programming. Um, Kelly, how are you? What's going on? I'm great. It's a beautiful Sunday morning. Um, just living and loving my life yeah same yeah how are you I'm great I'm doing well you know uh just um really taking in the sights and smells of summer Mm -hmm. how's your AQI doing over there oh much better thanks for asking I um am pretty alarmed at the lack of sort of general communication surrounding wildfires out here in Oregon because as New Yorkers know when it's a little drizzly you get 15 alarm push notifications about it from the you know bureaucrats you know and um the overfunded mommy state government yeah here in Oregon we don't have such problems okay we got potholes on our road and no one tells me when it's literally the dark purple black air quality um, mm-hmm. level, mm-hmm. like 300 plus AQI, which I say AQI, I don't know what the fuck that stands for. I never knew that before last year. I don't know what the fuck it is. So I'm not kind of, I'm not a weather scientist or whatever they're called. That's not even what they're called. Anyways, point is I had a couple of errands to run. I opened my fucking door. I cannot see. It's like, right. it, it, it was out of control. This is just, we're just letting people walk out and go get their nails done. And, and I did because I was, and I did, and I did bravely. 
make my nail appointment, even though I couldn't breathe. But I would appreciate a push. I think a push at that point is completely appropriate just to say like, even like, I would give almost like a tiered recommendation system of like, number one, don't leave the house and have your air filter on in your house. Number two, if you have to leave the house for a can 95. Yeah. Number three, you know what I mean? Like it yeah. should be tiered in my opinion. Agree. And then for the next three days, it was like truly 105 degrees uh, here. So I had to turn my air purifier on that I had to buy, crank the AC and stay in one room for like three days. It was uh fun question mark no it was awful now they're getting their hurricane down in down in cali i don't want to hear about it from them okay no no it's fine i obviously <laughs> okay. it's terrifying and, and then... <laughs> do not speak up or speak out thank you <laughs> no it's mostly just people on twitter i don't want to hear from it's a scary thing and i hope everyone is uh getting prepared i actually don't know how bad the hurricanes are but i know for a fact californians aren't aren't built like that they are not built like that it is i think we've you and i at least have discussed this i don't know if we've said it i just really thought i knew climate catastrophe was coming i thought we had at least another 10 years before an unprecedented hurricane on the west coast would hit uh but it's not it's I, now. all week i was saying that because i fully and this is something i really did think about i was like by the time shit gets completely unlivable i fingers crossed will have some sort of dementia and or slash will be spoon-fed so much medication in some sort of assisted living facility that i'm not gonna fucking know shit from shinola you know what i mean exactly and and now I'm in my some would say prime prime of life. Some have said, and this is what I had to contend with. Not only do I live in Oregon, but I'm also dealing with this. No, it's it's really, really, really untoward. It's, it's unfair to beautiful women everywhere, and not only it's just it's not right. It's not right. And right. CEOs should be jailed for that alone. And we should put all of these fucking, you know, oil barons against the wall for their crimes against me personally, and then also against humanity. But yeah, I'm part of humanity. So yes, we are part, we are all connected through beautiful women. Mm -hmm. Kelly. Yes. Agree. What Agree. is this podcast about? Okay. Um, do you have a service for you? I do, and it's somewhat related. Even. Oh, please yes. go on. This is actually not my service story. This is a service story that happened to Jess, friend and friend of friend of me and of the podcast. Who? And um, Jess, I don't want to say. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, uh, yes, Last okay. Time. I don't know. Identifying yeah. details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, she was working on Friday. Yeah. Okay. She's at first table. It's literally like five. Oh, eight. Love that. Broad daylight. Mm. Okay. One girl sits down. Normal interaction. Her friend comes in. She gives them a minute, two minutes, you know, settle in, catch up. And then she walks over and she's like, hi, can I bring you something to drink? And the girl goes, that's like so sweet. And honestly, like, thank you. Like, but no, I'm actually like, 
I'm not interested and I'm just like trying to have like kind of a moment with my friend and just was like oh okay and her friend was like are you fucking insane <laughs> and this is at fully a restaurant not a bar again five o'clock full fucking daylight in new york right now and this girl is like listen like i can barely leave the house without getting papsed and like it's honestly like so much pressure being so gorgeous and desirable and like i really would like it if i could just like have some privacy like have dinner with my friend like actually like it's so great and she was that like that is so funny <laughs> and just said she was like so like immediately like taken aback and also just like thrown off like taken aback and confused and thrown off that she just like backed away from the table i was just like <laughs> she's like Sorry. can i get a statement like she is the <laughs> then she's the press because she's like <laughs> in this position that's so funny um wow. which just love honestly one time a woman i was wa- just innocently walking around in chinatown and a woman leaned out of her car and yelled out love the confidence and I said, I should kill myself. But to that woman, I say, love the confidence. Love the confidence. Um, I mean, when you make, I presume, so many TikToks of yourself, <laughs> you start to think, it's all about me. It's POV all the time. Me. POV, baby. Did I tell you that I was walking down the street uh, like a few weeks ago in a car full of presumably but true gen z's rolled down the window and they were like you are slaying slay and i was like thank you so much girls i love it greatest generation and not the you know actual greatest generation, but a new kind of greatest generation of course the real greatest generation yes exactly exactly like john mccain exactly no thank you nope i'm taking Allie and fucking and and little you know what do they Madison. call themselves now? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, beautiful diamond, beautiful crystal. <laughs> I don't know. The only thing I can think of is actual people's names who I know, and I can't say that on the podcast. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, uh, anyways, that's hilarious. Um, I don't have a service story except to say that I found out that a place I used to work where I was employed. The owner, I knew the manager was doing this, but the salaried manager, not only is a salary manager taking tips, but the owner, owner has been taking tips the entire time. Whoa. That is grim. When I tell you I'm glad that I didn't buy a gun. Right. <laughs> That's one of the, that's one of the many instances that I'm like, thank God I can't lock and load right now. Right. I would just drive around it in my passenger seat. Probably I would circle the restaurant with a gun in my fucking car because I like, that's how angry it makes me. And it's not a threat. It's a hypothetical situation that I would, I don't even have a gun. So she doesn't have a gun. Don't report. She me. doesn't have a gun. No, I don't have a gun. Exactly. That's me right. talking about. <laughs> okay. <Yes. 
A hundred percent. Anyways, things are fucked up. I swear to fucking God. I will, the restaurant industry, every time I think, oh, is it this podcast necessary? The answer is always yes. And will always be yes. Because these motherfuckers are still out here doing wage theft in fucking 2023 in beep town. I can't. I can't. You, you're also going up against the fucking wall. Sorry. It's a lot you, of you are. A, a lot, lot of, you, lot of are. you are. And when I do, never mind. Anyways, it's, anyways, that's anyway, my service story. There's a lot of imaginings that can happen when you think about these things. You can, your mind can go to really creative places. And I think it's good to kind of encourage imaginative sort of thinking. As you get older, the idea of play sort of, you know, it, it it gets taken away from us. We say, oh, we can't have a little fun. We can't let loose and kind of remember what it's like to be a child and kind of imagine our greatest fantasies. But I think you should indulge yourself. And I think we lose not only that muscle in adulthood, but in 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 the internet age, you don't have to imagine quite often. Right. I can make a little sim. You just bing. Yeah, exactly. Sim. But here we are. Here we are using our living. Beautiful mind. Beautiful women using our beautiful minds. <laughs> really am John Nash levels of <laughs> or whatever his name was. But his name, the beautiful mind guy. Okay. I could not tell you. I really could not. But now that's a movie I have not seen one fucking minute of one single are you serious yeah. god I'm i know it's about sure. math and i think rachel vice is in it i'm not really sure i think that's correct i have seen it obviously but don't remember um <laughs> but he's you know he's too smart for his he's own going cuckoo. he's going a little bit nutty um <laughs> he said oh no the calculations <laughs> uh him and bobby fisher you know um, right. I was trying to explain Bobby Fisher to somebody and I I sounded, I was like, don't ever do this again because this, you don't know enough details to make this not sound like you're making it up and also maybe you are, but I was like, and then there's like a computer and Russia and he- mm-hmm. No, it fully like, sounds, the thing about Bobby Fisher is like you sound very like tinfoil, yes. tinfoil hat because yeah. it's like, He's this guy. He's autistic. He's misogynistic. He is fighting Russia. He, you know, it's it's and crazy. also just explaining the Cold War to <laughs> anyone who was not either like experienced it or born in its immediate aftermath. They're like, why would anyone care? You're like, there used to be Burger King commercials referencing the Soviet Union. I don't really know how else to kind of. It's a very crazy time um anyways okay let's move on to (laughs) let's move on period um kelly do you want to set this one up for us on the tea Um, tea ball tea bone um kelly sent me this this uh article (laughs) said what are we going to talk about i said i don't know yet and then kelly said what about this craziest thing you've ever read and i said i'm always down i'm down um sorry it's new york. from the new york times yeah this is a piece written by one esteemed journalist whose Who name goes by is... the name of 
some would call Leah this person. Stack. <laughs> I really could have made that name up. I didn't even need to be looking. I, don't I know think why. you would. It's kind of like the Shakespeare monkey typewriter thing. If <laughs> right, you had exactly. said enough names, you would have come upon that. I would have gotten there. Um, hold the on, there's a, the article hold on, there's a motorcycle going. Okay. And we're clear. And we're clear. A wealthy teenager, a five-star hotel, and a bizarre defamation fight. And I, I said, whose side am I going to be on on this? I'm reading this. I don't know yet. I didn't know I'm yet. I'm kind of like going, if you if you guys frequent the Am I the Asshole subreddit, I might go with like everyone sucks here. <laughs> Frequently the case and in these sort of write-ups <laughs> in the New York but Times. But basically, this is a hotel that I had personally never heard of the mark also why would you call something the mark that's a bad thing to be a mark yeah you're a mark if you stay here because it's seventy five thousand dollars a night for a suite right and like anyway someone better come and fucking never mind it better be there better be extra services is what i'm saying right right seventy five thousand dollars a night what's going on in there you get a little child to fucking ritually kill? Like, what is fucking going on in there? They buy you a slave? Like, I, that must be, some, there must be something like that. Anyway, no, sorry. that is so much money. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to rob the fucking Mark. Correct name now. Yeah, great name. I awesome, mean, in actually. a literal Keep sense, that is like, more than double the annual rent on my whole apartment crazy again glad i don't have a gun go ahead um so it is a very funny and as they say bizarre (laughs) situation because it's like this kid lived around the corner this starts when he's 17 so when i say kid he was a literal child yeah had a fake id which also in New York, like, there are so many places you can just buy alcohol that will never ID you. Yeah. And so he goes to this hotel bar, which is like a Jean-Georges kind of creation. Yeah. And he tries to buy, I mean, presumably like a martini. Like, I don't even know. And they, they keep being like, no, because he's 17. And which is so young. And you can just tell that someone's not 20. Like when when you see a 17 year old, you're like, no, you shouldn't be having alcohol. No, of course. And so he's like, which I just imagine this must have started as like a bit between him and his friends. Mm -hmm. As all good things do. Yeah. Yeah. Going to the hotel with a fake ID and just repeatedly getting thrown out. Um, They're filming it, I'm sure right or like something yeah and then finally the hotel staff is just like we're just gonna ban you because like this is so crazy (laughs) like you've done this so many times and you just bother everyone yeah and it needs to be done yeah fair then he comes in with his family and they're like, we can't let you in because your son is so crazy. <laughs> and he keeps doing this. And they're like, oh, geez, sorry. <laughs> and then it seems like literally two years later, because he's now 19. Yeah. He goes and he starts a picketing campaign. 
where he like stands outside and he says the mark denies the holocaust <laughs> don't even know what that means has affiliations with jeffrey epstein and probably maybe yeah could be and he called someone a pedophile he said one of the doorman is both a pedophile and the doorman's mother is a sex worker like just kinds of just you're like generational trauma the abuse (laughs) one goes that's entirely possible and it's entirely um kind of just saying a lot of stuff yeah that qualifies a lot of stuff also yeah that the the marks spreads diseases um And then, which that part is definitely true. And um, yeah, no. and then he comes to physical blows at one point with like a member of Drake's entourage. Yeah, that part I was like, I gotta not get into the details of this, but Drake was somehow sort of on the periphery of this situation. Yeah, Drake is involved. Drake is heavily involved. For some fucking reason. Yeah, um these circles you know are so close in new york this is this is kind of the case with with this city but um obviously this young man based (laughs) this young man is based and we do have to give it to him we gotta we gotta hand it to him um but again this generation unafraid unafraid of authority to take a stand to have an opinion i think it's brave um also he in his it's just anyway yeah so then finally the the hotel was like we're filing like a temporary restraining order against you we're filing a defamation suit against you like you cannot stand outside the hotel like take swings at people and be talking about you deny the holocaust and the new york post reached out to this now 19 year old for comment and he said i can't comment now the truth will come out it's like, what does that mean? Yeah, who are you? Me? Listen. <laughs> I mean, obviously, this is hilarious and funny and great um, and fucked up. But also, this young man does appear to have some sort of serious problem. I would, I would say. say he is like, I think... As you say, he is based. I assume that what <laughs> happened is he like probably was a casual come town listener. Yeah. That's why he started doing the bit. Then he probably watched Dasha's crazy Epstein movie and yeah. was like, now I'm going down the rabbit hole. Now I'm going crazy. And for some reason defied all the natural laws of the algorithm, which would like guide any other man in America to just rampant misogyny right and he's rich but he for some reason is on the side of truth and justice and he's like you got rats you got epstein this is a public health emergency he said (laughs) i here's the interesting though i if i may tie in another one of my interests Hmm. 19 is a particular age in which a lot of my chronic illness munchies start munching so the munchausen mm. by internet the munchausen by internet folks start around this time because it's when they have to start becoming independent go to college like separate from their family structure 
whatever, they lose that identity or that sense of like, whatever. The 19 is a real giveaway to me that this is a two year mm-hmm. later situation. And now he's suffering from some sort right. of psychosis. Tegan so, and Sarah. What happens? What, what did they do? They have a song called 19. <laughs> it's a really good song. I mean, I used to, I can't listen to Tegan and Sarah because it's like such a visceral time of my, it's like. Oh, well, Haley Williams covers it if you want. Okay, great. I'll listen to it then. <laughs> my proxy um so uh also i'm obsessed with the way the new york times still is saying things like alex weisenberger 40 who works on the block in the art industry and uses they them pronouns i mean you don't just i just say that just say that we don't need to make the it's like you don't have to say uses they them pronouns. it's like just fucking anyways um the holocaust it seems that the real um the real issue was the Holocaust situation, which is understandable. Um, but yes, the- it's also it's kind of a funny tactic because obviously I know organizations can deny the Holocaust, but yeah, the funny Twitter to account think that for a the hotel, hotel is kind of in the like, and do they require the stat? Like, what do you mean by that? Right. Show me the show me where how it goes all the way to the top of the mark. Like, I want to know. Right. Like if you're saying the owner of the mark denies mm-hmm. the Holocaust, do That's they make something. is it like cores? Like are they making people right. come in, take a right. polygraph test? Do you think the Holocaust happened? Right. And by I'm the like, way, I do that at my restaurant, but I if you have to say yes, I think the yes. Correct. It's a little bit of a test. Um, but this is a funny quote. Um, I just saw him walking back and forth, this young man, in front of the mark chanting, the mark has rats. <laughs> It was weird, but people didn't really seem bothered, they added. Obviously, the hotel staff huddled to talk about what to do, but there were people just sitting outside eating at tables, and they just kept eating. That's New York, baby. I mean, no one gives a fuck. Like, you could be, you could, I would like to see you try to interrupt a bunch of rich people eating on a patio. It can't be done. The only thing that's going to rattle them is if they don't get something that they want slightly. If some kind of inconvenience, if they can't get a blanket to their lap, they are going to be freaking out. Otherwise, you're looking at... Also, just this man, this young man, he is a New Yorker, so he should know. We all live with the ambient threat of rats. Like, going around saying, oh, they have rats. Like, okay, that's not going to... They're nipping at my ankles every time I fucking walk down the street. You know? I mean, to be honest, I say it sometimes to guess sometimes in the outdoor seating, people will say, I just saw a rat. I go, I believe you. I'm not sure what you need from me right now. I'm not sure what kind of uptake you want. Yeah, you saw a rat. You're sitting on third fucking avenue. What's the next course of action in this situation, ma'am? Would you like me to strangle it in front of you? Stomp on it? <laughs> you want to break its backbone in front of you? While believe you're me, we're not doing ratatouille. That's not Remy. He's not part of this. If you were worried that's the situation, that is, I can assure you that's not happening. I can in the kitchen. assure you it is not the situation. Um, we're not. They do have to wear head coverings, but no. We it, don't do toques. We so don't, you can yes, believe don't. me. There's nothing under. Okay, I have a Carly Rae Jepsen hat. <laughs> there's no nobody's hiding under here. But but you know this is I do think. Um, Oh, read the 529 comments in the New York Times. Yes, I will. Um, I, I read some of the comments. Most of the comments are just like, this man is clearly disturbed. He's clearly a crazy person. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, eh, maybe. 
I mean, yeah, everyone's saying he's mentally ill. Sure. Um, I don't know. It is, you know, I don't want to side with anyone in this situation. Um, and I obviously would be like, what would you, if this was happening outside of somewhere you worked and you like, let's say you hated your workplace, what would be your reaction to this situation? I mean, either way, hate it or love it, I would be so annoyed because I would be like, do you understand that I'm at work and right. now you're making me deal with another thing? Yeah. So no, totally. I think he's anti-worker. He's anti-worker ultimately because it's like, now you're making me deal with another thing. And actually that is, you're making, you're putting an incredible amount of emotional labor on me because now not only do I have to deal with you, I have to deal with like 10,000 dads coming in being like, boy, that guy's uh, having, having a rough day, huh? And I have to go, oh, I, got, I, I bet you see this all the time in New York. Crazy people are a dime a dozen, you right. know? <laughs> Yeah, the tourists and the fucking yeah, that's a thing. It was a it's a hotel, so you know the worst kind of people are there, also. Right. So it's like that is what the real issue is: is now me having to laugh at the comments people are making. Someone okay. This guy came in and he gave me a takeout order. He was like, "I'm gonna can I just order these to go?" I said, "Sure." I put it in, and then he was like, "Oh my god." No, I'm such a crackhead. I actually already put this in online already. And I like visibly startled because I just don't, no one that I hang out with says crackhead in a like, in a, in that manner. And in that manner, in other tones and situations all the time. And, um, and he was like, oh, sorry. And I was like, uh no that's okay and he was like i mean i am i am high but not on crap on weed. and i was like okay and he was like but i know we don't judge anymore and i was like oh my god i was like let me just get you your food i was like you already put it online as you said it's probably ready let me just go back and drink food. jesus christ people I are like losing it truly i was like um this is why i'm anti-weed <laughs> Like, it's clearly addling your mind as much as any other drug would. Yeah, you know what? I stopped. I stopped. I'm I'm, I'm one week Cali sober. And by that, I mean weed. I mean everything else. Yes. But. Yeah, you're like, I'm <laughs> Cali sober where I don't smoke weed, but I do everything else. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, what is that? I don't know. Wisconsin sober. Yeah, that is like Wisconsin sober. Uh, no, I had a um, a complete like the kind of paranoid like vision that was like I was a freshman in college again right it was your, like your a organs fucking... reversed shut up I forgot I told you about that <laughs> okay but like psychologically you know when like you go back it was like a movie cut like it was like usual suspects I was like when that person said that to me yeah. that's what they really meant they were actually saying that but it but it was so intense that i was like we're gonna need to stop hitting the vape at night <laughs> yeah you're like uh -oh. we're gonna need to stop hitting the the boutique disposable vape before you close your eyes because it's not working out for you right now you're too so much energy going on right now yeah and i would think like to 
there are times that I think astrologically it becomes wise to agree. Agree. There's going to be six planets in retrograde, Kelly, once Mercury hits. Phenomenal. I actually can't wait. And folks, I got to say, crazy shit is happening already to me personally. So, yeah, stuff's happening to me. I am a passive. I'm I'm not a active player in this stuff. So, I'm. I mean, I am obviously, but this is me now. Anyways, um, okay, well, final thoughts. Any final thoughts? Final thoughts. Uh, I mean, I'm inter. I'm I'm listening. (laughs) I'm interested. I'm gonna be watching this. I wonder what this guy's sign is. Oh, great question. This has gotta be. Well, you know, the Aquarian sense of justice, uh, obligation to the collective. I would say there might be some of that, but this is this is reading like big Capricorn Virgo. Oh, with, I could see a, I could see a, a Capricorn. I could see with, a Capricorn with because returning two years later is kind of a is Capricorn vibe. Dastardly, absolutely <laughs> dastardly. And as someone who does enjoy a grudge now and then, that's next level. That's like, mm-hmm. do you think I hold grudges? I don't think more than average. I would say. Okay. Wait, let stuff go. Do you let stuff go? No, I wouldn't say so. But I don't think you hold on to it either. But I think it's there. So it's I, like um, I forgive, but I don't forget. I think forgive, but don't forget. It's like how when we rented this apartment, I was like, "Wow, there are so many closets, so much great storage space, and it's not being well utilized. It's just everything that I didn't want to put out. I just put in the closets, and it's unorganized, and it's not, like you're not like." They're not your pet issues. You're not like nurturing these grudges and kind of revisiting them in your mind, but they're in the closet somewhere. But you'd have to sort through. So the closet is a both real and a metaphor in this story. <laughs> yeah. It's real for you. It's a metaphor for me. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna chew on that for a little while and see what I got <laughs> Yeah, see see where you come. Um well, listeners, I don't know if we have any new patrons. We're going to give you a little special something this month. Um, being such call in. good boys and girls. We're being such good little pay pigs. Just kidding. Um, oh, we should. I'm going to plug. Uh, oh, and I'm sending out your pins. I'm waiting because I use, you know, fucking union companies and they are corrupt all the way to the top to bottom and take forever. And they have all these rules about when you can and can't work, which sucks. The pin supplies are on a little bit of a delay. So I'm making, I'm going to make the pins, but they're a little bit, you know, it's, you go union and you pay for it in one way or another. So um, waiting on those, but I will get those shipped out as soon as humanly possible. But do call in to the FOH hotline. Leave us a message at 414-5335-FOH. That's toll free at 414-5335-FOH. Leave us a message and um, start thinking about your horror stories. Ball is just around the corner. I did. I went to get a card this very morning and... They have Halloween cards, which, first of all, I don't know why you would ever send someone a Halloween card, nor do I know why you would need to purchase that in August. People who shop out of season terrify me because I would like to be that kind of person. 
but can't can't be Won't well be. if you want to start readying yourself for Halloween you can yeah it's a soft kind of a soft launch into that personality would be buying a Halloween card in August all right baby steps um well everyone stay safe out there uh I hope that your jobs don't suck this week and uh thanks for listening to this podcast we love you we love you bye 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 bye